Finances and Savings Challenge with Kathy Pfefferhahn. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we'll create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits, then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. I have some exciting news. We just hit 18,000 downloads. And along with that, I'm publishing a book. This will allow you to create your spending plan, find your net worth, track your monthly expenses, identify any variable income, prepare for your tax planning, and more. It will be available on Amazon in March, so please keep an ear out for my big announcement. I can't wait to provide a place for you to track so much of what we cover here on Finances And. Now on to the savings challenge. Since finances are so often a source of stress, I thought it would be fun to look at some savings challenges I've been hearing about. Listen and find one that speaks to you and then play along. Even if you don't save the entire amount that the challenge encourages, you'll still save and that's a win. One of my favorites is called the 52-week challenge. On week one, you deposit $1 into your savings account. Week two, $2. Week three, $3. You get the idea. After 52 weeks, you'll have $1,378 saved with no more than $52 going into your savings any one week. For those who may have come into some holiday money, maybe do this in reverse and start at $52, working your way down to $1. Another fun way to achieve this challenge is to create 52 boxes in your journal or on a page and number them randomly, 1 through 52. Each week, you can cross off how much you save and color in that box once you decide how much to save. That way, you can have some higher and some lower amounts throughout the year and save what makes sense to you. I've done this before and I enjoyed the challenge. While researching, I found the 26-week challenge, and although similar to the 52-week, you start at $3 and add $3 each time, $3, 6 12 per week. In 26 weeks, or half a year, you'll have $1,053, with no more than $75 a week being saved. Of course, you can do this backwards and randomly as well. Last fall, I shared No Spend November with you. This could be done any month that makes sense for you. You'd pay your monthly bills, but any additional spending, eating out, buying items, spending in general, is stopped. Any money that you would have spent is put into savings. If this sounds undaunting, try a no-spend weekend or a no-spend week to get the hang of it and get you started. The pantry challenge is one where you look at all the foods you have in your freezer and pantry and get creative with meals by using only those ingredients that you already have. Clearly, if you need some spices or a fresh vegetable, go get those, but be creative and search for recipes that include what you already have spent your money on. Another idea here is to create a few meals all at once and freeze them and have them on hand for nights that you don't have the time or inclination to cook. That leads me to the no eating out challenge. It follows a similar plan. Don't go out and put any money that you would have spent eating out into savings. You can even combine the pantry challenge with this one and really see your savings grow. A simple savings challenge is the dollar a day challenge. Each day you put a dollar in a box or a basket and at the end of the year you will have accumulated $365. You can drop this in your savings or add it to an emergency fund or even a long-term goal. If the daily act of putting a dollar in your container is not your style, make an auto transfer of $7 a week and you'll still achieve the same goal. The Roundup Challenge is similar to what debit cards may offer you. For each purchase you make, round up to the next dollar and save that amount. A $6.39 coffee? 
put 61 cents in a jar, or keep a list and at week's end put that into savings or a container at home. If you already have a spending plan but don't always stick to it, the money mistake challenge might be for you. If you do spend on something you had planned not to or made an impulse buy, you put a dollar, or whatever you determine the amount, into a jar. I liken this to the swear jar idea, curse and pay up. That way, you start to at least want to avoid the punishment of paying for your error. And even if that's not going to keep you from making money at that purchase, at least you'll be putting some money into savings when you make that buy. 30 days of meal planning can be combined with the pantry challenge up to a point. The idea here is that your lunch meals are made at home, and you can save your eating out lunch cost every day. The average lunch cost is $9.22, or you'd be saving $3,365 a year. The $5 challenge is whenever you receive a $5 bill, it gets tucked away and saved. The penny savings challenge is where you start with one cent on one day, two cents on the second day, up to 365 cents or $3.65 on the last day. This will actually save you $67.95 over one year. Not bad for a few pennies a day. The coffee challenge, where you give up one coffee a week, so if you're saving $5 a drink once a week, you'll save $260 a year. Give up your daily work coffees and you'll save $1,300 a year. Of course, if you do spend on a special occasion, you could throw $1 into your mistake jar. This one's kind of fun. It's called Weather Wednesday. No matter the season, the high temperature of the day, you save it. 20 degrees, $20. 79 degrees, $79. I love this idea. To make some direct savings, set up with $20 a week to be diverted into a savings account whenever you use direct deposit with your employer by having them put it into a savings or set up a weekly transfer. After 52 weeks, you'll have grown your savings by $1,040, with really a minimal loss in income. For this to work, if you're paid monthly, you'll need to move $87 over monthly to allow for the $1,044. Or challenge yourself to not buy any new clothes this year and put you what you usually spend each month into savings. Maybe challenge yourself to buy only store brands instead of brand name foods. Of course, if you have to have that brand name ketchup, maybe let each family member choose one product that's not generic. Another idea is to challenge yourself to start selling five items a week from what you already have. You can post on eBay, Craigslist, Facebook, Marketplace, or even have a yard sale and start to declutter. And instead of cutting back to save, get rid of what you can and put that into savings. If something doesn't sell, take it to a local charity and take the deduction at least on your federal taxes. Along those same lines, find a way to make extra money to put into savings. You can already see that even $100 a month can make a big change in your savings account. The final challenge I'll make is 100 envelope challenge. In this, you write 1 through 100 on each of 100 envelopes. Then you shuffle them. Each day, you draw one envelope and either fill it with that amount or transfer that amount to savings. This only takes 100 days or three and a half months to save $5,050 or do it every other day for six months if you feel like you'll need more time. The reality is, no matter which you choose or which combo, because yes, you can do more than one and really get a jump start on your savings, you can start to see the real gains in your balance just by saving a few cents or dollars on a regular basis. And isn't that what savings is? Saving a little now to have a lot later? 
This is Kathy Pfefferhan. Thanks for listening to Finances and Savings Challenge. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Also, let me know what questions you'd like answered or any topics you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide a tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to.